Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, everyone. It is Dr. Sashin, the Bliss Doctor, and it is the Bliss Report for Thursday morning. How's it going, everybody? How is life treating you? Sorry, everybody, come closer to the mic because then you'll not be able to hear me. How is life treating us today, this fine Thursday morning? It's Remix Thursday, Throwback Thursday on all the social media platforms. Always a good day to see what's happening with people. Their growth is always fantastic. The funny memes that come out, the reinvented people who throw back to what they used to be like but are no longer that person. I love Thursdays because I do think it's a great time to think about how you can remix your own life, right? Like life 2.0 happens on Thursday and memes and, and posts all across the social platforms. And today I want to talk about that very thing. Life 2.0. What does it mean to remix life and what does that look like? How does that impact how you're thinking about your life today? And I'm going to talk a little bit about a favorite show of mine uh, because the host is getting some flack as she often does and she takes it rather gracefully, but you know, it comes with the territory. So this morning we're going to chat about Life 2.0, the remix on this Throwback Thursday. That's not really a Throwback Thursday because I'm not really throwing back to anything. I'm not giving you a remix episode this week. I do that sometimes, but today I want to talk about something new and I wanted to talk about it in, on, in the light of your life being the remix, <laughs> like your life being the, the thing that you can look at now and see where how far you've come. And potentially, if you don't like what you see, you can look around and go, I can remix and remaster this whole thing and turn it into something completely different and move forward because that is the beauty of the remix is that we can take the original and just make it better. So whether you're catching me on the treadmill, on the Peloton, on your morning run, on your morning walk, over coffee, over tea, in the car, on your way to work, on your way to work, to drop the kids at school, wherever you're catching me this morning, good morning to you. Thank you for catching me on the Bliss Report. This is Dr. Sashin and we will return after a word from our sponsor. All right, peeps, let's talk. The remix, the best thing in the world is the remix, right? The originals are good, but man, a good remix have us just loving it. And sometimes we'll say the remix was better than the original, right? Little sample, little remaster, little addition, little subtraction, little shake it up and turn it around. And we're like, man, the remix bumps. <laughs> like I remember the original song because the remix is so good. That's what life can be like. That is exactly what life should be like. It should be the remix. It should be the best life 2.0 that you've ever experienced. So my podcast is really geared towards helping women find joy and peace in their second, the second half of their life, life after 40, life after divorce, life after big life transition. Um, and in that is this idea of the remix. And it really is about the remix. It's about going from chaos to peace. It's about finding things that enhance and bring to you the joy that hopefully you want to achieve over the next 20, 30, 40 years. Because like I keep saying, Saying, if you're on this side of the grass and you can actually hear my voice and you are somewhere over the age of 35, you have at least 30 years left. At least. That's only 65, babe. If you're 40, <laughs> least 30 years left, that's only 70. And as we know, with modern technology and better uh, hygiene systems, we're living a lot longer. So the remix, 
Life 2.0, that starts to take on a whole new meaning when you realize that your next chapter should be your best chapter yet. So let's talk about remixes and different life experiences. And I'm going to talk to you about some questions that you can ask yourself about where you are and how you are pursuing your path of joy. But I want to weigh in on a conversation that's happening in social media dumb about Jada Pinkett Smith and a, and a headline, not even a comment, a headline about um, her marriage to her husband, Will Smith. Now, I am a huge fan of her show, Emmy-winning show, Red Table Talk. I watch it almost every time it comes out, not the first run of it, because, you know, I'm a busy woman. I got to figure out when I can fit it in. But luckily, her show, not unlike mine, tries to put itself into about 35 to 45 minutes so it can be consumed in one sitting but doesn't take all afternoon. Um, So her latest episode is the one with her and Gwyneth Paltrow. And I believe I'm going to look it up because I want to make sure I don't get the guests wrong. Um, I know it's Gwyneth Paltrow, but I believe there was another guest who's on the show. And they were and this is actually the expert that she brought on the show. Okay, so I watched Healthy Boundaries. That was okay. No, her, her most recent episode was about Healthy Boundaries. That's not the one that caused all the drama. <laughs> All the drama. Yes, it was sex educator Jaya. That's what it was. And Gwyneth Paltrow came on her show to talk about to talk about sex. And in the course of the conversation, um, or uh, maybe it was the media fault surrounding this particular episode, there was a comment that Jada made about her marriage to Will. Now the comment has been taken completely out of context, which which comments tend to get taken. One of the things that I think is so fascinating is that people are so upset about the fact that she talks about the sex life of her marriage. She doesn't talk about it very often. I watch the show. I can probably count on one hand the number of times that she's talked about her sex life and her husband. Um, I think there's maybe been four episodes, maybe three. I'm not even sure anymore. It's given how many shows they put out, it's such a negligible amount. But here's the thing. I have followed Jada Pinkett since she was Jada Pinkett, before she was Jada Pinkett Smith. I have loved her from the time I first saw her in Jason's Lyric, and actually even before that, uh, from On A Different World, which was the spinoff from The Cosby Show that talked about life at HBCU, uh, college kids. I mean, I have loved this little woman for years, and I have watched the reinvention of Jada from comedic actress, sidekick, homegirl, to science, you know, sci-fi actress, oh, her role at, in The Matrix, oh my gosh, so amazing, completely blew my mind to rock star. Her role as a thing, like Willow gets it from her mama. <laughs> she gets it from her mama. So, and now she is this Emmy award-winning talk show host. So talk about the remix, okay? Talk about a life in life 2.0. This is a, a career that has spanned a lot of different things. And so to see her now as she is moving into a different phase of her life, a different aspect of her life, um, a different spiritual life, a different hair uh, hair story. Um, I'm sure you've heard me talk about the fact that she shaved her head because she had alopecia and had been trying to manage that and eventually just decided that it was time to let it go. Her story is very inspiring for a lot of women out there who suffer from alopecia. And if you do, you should definitely watch her journey. Um, her move towards more spiritual life to to embrace 
certain aspects of her own spirituality as she is moving into her next chapters of life. All this to say, this is a life that has mastered the remix (laughs) and her life 2.0 is rubbing a lot of folks the wrong way. And here's what I have to say about this. And it may cause some flack and I'm actually willing to take it because I understand that no one can, no one exists in a vacuum and we're all required to change into the person that we need to become to continue to seek the joy that we need to have. Let me say that again. We're all required to change into the person that we need to become in order to continue to seek the joy that we require. And if you don't do that, then you find yourself less joyful and less happy. Her husband, Will Smith, actually says this when he there's a quote and I'm going to forget where he said it. But if you scour the interwebs, you can find it. But he talks about the pursuit of peace. The pursuit of peace is what is the most important thing, not the pursuit of pleasure, the pursuit of peace, because in, in seeking your peace, you find yourself, you find the pleasure that you seek in life, you find your joy. But if you are going to pursue chaos or just pleasure for pleasure's sake, then you will find yourself not very peaceful. Okay, so all that to say, she's catching a lot of heat for for her show on sexless marriages or and sex lives of married people and orgasms and all kinds of things, right? Here's the piece that's so funny. People are so funny when it comes to understanding how how life gives you an opportunity to always be reimagining and reinventing yourself. The Smiths have never been um a wholly monogamous couple. This has been a part of their relationship for years, but it's only recently that a new generation, remember the remix, has really come to understand the kind of marriage that they have. I have no shade or no, no shame. That that family is happy. They do, they do them. And therefore, I will not comment on that. What I will comment on is this. One of the things that we ask women to be is transparent about who they are because we we follow people and we want them to show us who they are. And in the world of social media, we want to see everything. We want to see it all. But when they're when people are honest about the course of their life, or what their life looks like, people get really offended because the idea of who they think they're following and the reality never match up. They never match up, which is fine. But they also forget that people change. People change. That's what the remix is. It's the change to the original. And the marriage that the Smiths may have had when they first got married. Ooh, I don't even remember when that was, um, but it was a long time ago. And the marriage that they have now has probably gone through a, fru- a few remixes. And people are very up in their feelings that she is so transparent about what it means to be married to a celebrity, especially someone of a stature of Will Smith. And that's not always easy. And it's not always fun. And it's not always... Um, the, the 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 best relationship, but she's made it very clear their issues in their marriage have nothing to do with their sex life. But no one wants to hear that. They want to hear that it's that the way that they live their life is directly based on the problems that they're having in their bedroom. But my point here is this: as she addresses the the content of the co- of the comments that she made, taken out of context, what I find myself reading from a lot of commentary, and I read a lot of the comments back at her is that people are very upset because they don't feel like anyone has the right to be anything other than what they think they are. Where are you finding this in your own life? Where are you finding people or circumstances that are just upset because you don't have the right in their eyes? You don't have the right to be anything other than what they need you to be in the circumstances that you're in. And if you try to change, they're really unhappy. Or if you are something 
beyond the scope of their comprehension all of a sudden, they get really annoyed with you. They have zero patience for the new and emerging you. They have zero patience for the person who's like, you know what, I used to like to do that. I don't like to do that anymore. Or I've never liked this thing before, but I've had a different experience now and now I really love it. Who in your world is is taking away your joy because they can't handle your remix. They can't handle your life 2.0. Because what I'm seeing in the comments to Jada, excuse me, Miss Smith, Mrs. Smith, um, well, she goes by Jada, so I'll go with Jada. What I see in the comments are a lot of people who are so scared and afraid that their own lives aren't nearly as interesting because they're stuck in version 1.0. And they don't want to hear they desperately don't want to feel like perhaps the life that she has chosen is actually working for her. This is what a life is supposed to do. It goes through the remixes. Great imaginative people may be great and imaginative their entire lives, but they probably express that great imagination in so many different ways that people wouldn't even recognize if they look backwards in time at you know, when this person who is well known for X started out as a garbage collector or started out as, you know, a substitute teacher and or started out as a burlesque dancer or something like that. And all of a sudden they're now this thing over here. People forget that the remix is actually the norm. There are very few originals left in the world and they're all there never have ne there never has been. Someone creates one thing. Someone else goes, oh, wow, I like that. And I think I can build on that. I think I can make that better. You think we're still driving around in the Model T? Come on now, that is, you know, the Tesla is the remix. <laughs> the electric car is the remix of the horse and carriage, right? So we understand that life is full of remixes, but we get really in our feelings when we start to, to forget, I guess, or maybe we finally remember that that means that people get to do the remix too. So like I said, I follow Jada Pinkett Smith. Uh, most of her adult career and I have watched her remix and remaster her life in various ways over the years um, and I have always stood in awe not as this iconic woman but as a woman just like me who I could see myself in struggling along succeeding sometimes not reaching for the stars and landing there sometimes fading away to be mom full-time like she was living in the public, a life that I felt was very relatable to a lot of people. And she was taking chances and she's always pushed the envelope. And in this, her remaster of the next master, of the next portion of her life, she's reminding us that the remix is ongoing. Just as songs that I loved in the 90s were remixed in the 2000, early 2000s, here in the middle, <laughs> the middle teens, excuse me, we're out of the teens, here in the, the 2020s, I'm hearing those same not only the original song that I used to listen to in the 90s, and I'm hearing the original and the remix version that came out in the early 2000s being remixed again here in the 2020s. So if music does it, and we watch movies do it all the time, A Star is Born didn't just become A Star is Born because Gaga happened to decide to play the role. Barbara Streisand played the role first, and the remix of that role, bringing in new talent, bringing in fresh eyes, bringing in new directors, didn't change the movie, but it changed the feeling of the movie. It changed the tenor, the tone, and the expectations of the movie. Just like a good science fiction movie. My dad went to go see Dune last weekend, and he is so used to the one that came out years ago that this new version 
catching a lot of people off guard. I haven't seen it yet, so I have no commentary. But just like movies and music and literature, books, books probably stand, stand up a little better. But remember, books are remixed into movies all the time. And let's remember, a screenplay rarely reads similar to an actual book. So the remix and remaster happens everywhere, literally everywhere. So let's talk about your life today. Let's talk about on Thursday, Throwback Thursday, how you are remixing your life. What's your new remaster going to sound like? What are you going to put on your new recording? How are you going to show up differently so that you are getting to your peace and your joy and not living life 1.0 as if you're not allowed to change? So I have some questions for you. If you have the moment, if you're not driving, (laughs) and I guess if you are driving, that's okay. But if you're not driving and you can get yourself to a place where you can actually sit down and think about this, ask yourself some questions. Number one, what brings you joy at this place in your life? At this time, what brings you joy? What, What supports your joy? What brings you joy? What supports your joy? Um... What supports your joy and what provides for your prosperity? Those are really three important questions at any decade of your life. 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. What brings me joy? What supports my joy? And what allows my joy to bring me prosperity? What provides for my prosperity in this joy? If you start to think about those questions and you think about where you are now, is it where you want to be? Or do you see yourself going further? Do you see yourself doing a remix of some part of your life or a complete remaster of the original, right? A complete remaster of the original. There are so many celebrities that have remixed and remastered their lives and we love it. We love the the older celebrities that were really, really popular in the 70s and 80s and 90s coming back in the late in, in here in the 2000s as additions to a new flavor of something as a re- reinvention or reimagining of a new role. Like we really appreciate the elasticity of, of time allowing us to enjoy people in many different ways. Why isn't your life a reflection like that? Why are we so locked in to life version 1.0 or 1.1 or 1.5? Why don't we just get to 2.0? At one, what, what, one, at what point, excuse me, at what point does it become acceptable to say, this doesn't bring me joy anymore. Therefore, I'm going to do something different and then just go do it. And before someone says, well, but Jada is a celebrity and she gets to, um, she gets to do that. I can't. I'm a suburban mom. Might be a single mom, might be married, who knows? Uh, or I'm a divorced mom. You know, I've got, th- I've got kids I ha- or I have, a, I have a business. I have a career, I have a profession. I can't just reimagine Dr. Sashin. I can't just remaster my life. My question to you is, well, okay, so if you can't remix or remaster your life, then what are you what are you living for? What what's the purpose of life if not to experience it in all of its glory and all of its wonder and to find your version of peace while you're living it? One of my favorite sayings, and I read it a lot, comes from the book The Fifth Mountain um, by Paulo Coelho. And it's in it it says, It's not difficult to rebuild a life. It's not. It is not difficult to rebuild a life. All we need is to be aware that we have the same strength we had before and to use it in our favor because entirely too many of us have a great well of strength that supports so many other people, so many other narratives, so many other paths, so many other 
rules and expectations, none of which actually benefit us. But daggone it, we are really good at supporting so many other things. We forgot to support ourselves. We forget to support ourselves. And I think one of the reasons why people get so mad at the Smiths, Jada in particular, because women tend to take the brunt of most things, is because they're very clear that part of the health of their marriage lies in their autonomy to support themselves in ways that they see fit. Part of the health of their marriage lies in the autonomy to support themselves into happiness, health, wealth, the ways that they see fit. And that just rubs people the wrong way. But I ask you, in your life remix, how are you being supported in your autonomy to be a happy, healthy person? Who in your life, and now we've got the what, who is next question, who in your life is helping to support your peace? Who in your life helps to support your joy? Who in your life helps to support your prosperity towards the things that you want? Who are these people? Can you pinpoint them? Can you write their names down and go, this person supports my joy and they support the evolution of my joy no matter where I am. This person allows me the autonomy to seek a healthy life that's best for me. This person supports my values and and comes with me on this journey and, 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 and stays with me even when the journey is a little unclear because I am new to the remix version of my life. Who are those people? If there, if there is a list of two, then you need to nurture those two and never let them go. If there's a list of zero, then you start, you start to reassess the people that you're hanging out with because it's time. It's definitely time to find yourself a tribe of people who want to grow in your remix, who want to see you remaster and redo and have the, the life that you seek at this stage. Not the one that you had at the last stage. It's okay to say that part's over. I need to move on now. So, you know, we're into November. November is a great month. Getting chillier. It was like 36 when we woke up here today. The frost is on the windows. We have an extended frost warning. So those of you who listen to me know, like, I'm good with the fall until it starts to get too cold. Then I'm not so good with the fall. Um... But, you know, we're into November, the nights are getting longer, the days are getting shorter. And this is a time when people get very introspective, especially because winter's coming and we tend to be stuck inside more. So we get more introspective and we start thinking about the new year, right? It's only a couple months away, only a couple months away. And so in the new year, we start making, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I would argue that the new year started today. It starts today. How are you going to seek joy in your life? How are you going to find your daily bliss? How are you going to start life 2.0? Because you're not going to start on January 1st. Nobody starts on January 1st. Such a small percentage of people who make any resolutions actually keep them. It's negligible. We don't even talk about it anymore. What I want to know is why can't you start today? Why can't you go through your closet and clean out all the stuff that you haven't worn in five years? Because you're not going to get back down to that weight. How about in six months? Because you literally haven't worn it and you don't even know that it's in there. How about you start going through your your Rolodex of friends, excuse me, quote unquote friends, to the people that you haven't spoken to in years and ask yourself, if this person called tomorrow, would we still have enough to talk about? Would we connect in some way that's meaningful to who I am today? Not who I was when we were friends, but who I am today. And here's the thing. You probably are not the person that they need in their life today. Because if you were, you all would still be in touch with each other. And that's okay. It is okay to remember that the season of a friendship can be a lifetime with with pockets of no contact, or it can be just that, a season. 
And that's okay to let that go. When's the last time you went through your bank statements and realized that you're just doing things by rote and not because you love them anymore? That gym membership that you may never use because what you really want, you couldn't care less about going to the gym. In fact, you hate going to the gym, but you love to dance. And oh my gosh, wouldn't it be so much more fun if I took dance lessons? If I found a dance studio that catered to, uh, you know, adult women <laughs> and I decided to embark Misty Copeland, uh, the prima ballerina of the American Ballet, uh, Ballet Academy, um, says it's never too late to start dancing. Never. All you need is a, a supportive environment to do so. What if what you always wanted and you can remix your life to accommodate is to dance Maybe you couldn't care less about dancing across a major stage like Misty On Point does, but maybe to just put on the leotard, put on the tutu, put on the shoes, the tights, and be able to do a plie or to be able to get into first position and actually hold it. Maybe that's way more interesting to you than a gym membership that you're not using anyway. And when someone says, you can't do dance, dance is for children. You are 42 years old. Simply say, thank you for your opinion of my life. Remind me to ask you for it next time and keep it moving and keep going. What if you really love driving an electric car and you want an electric car, but no one around you has an electric car and they would think you are too bougie and woke and whatever. What if you go to the dealership and just get yourself the electric car. If you can afford it, why don't you have one? The remix and remastered version of you looks like it needs to look for you, not the way it needs to look for the people who supported the version 1.0. Some people will come with you into version 2.0 and they are gonna love it because they're ready for their version 2.0s. They're ready to go, oh, okay, one of us did it, we can all jump. <laughs> Like one person did it. Okay, that means that it's okay. There's at least one other person out there. So that if I do something that I really want to do too, there's at least one other person who will go, I see you. I know you're scared. I know it's daunting, but we got this. And that brings you a whole different set of people who answer that who question. Who supports you? Who provides for you in your prosperity of joy? Who supports you as you're moving through Remix 2.0. Who is that person? Who are those people that help you bring joy to your life? That answers the question. They're the ones out there on the limb with you. The ones holding your hand going, okay, we're going to jump. Okay, three, two, jump. And they pull and you all go together. You'll find them. They'll find you. Oh, look, it's almost 30 minutes. See, look, I try to keep it 30 minutes. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Please leave a rating, a review, and subscribe to the podcast so you get notified of new episodes, of which there are four a week. Also, leave a comment. Let me know what you think about the Jada Pinkett Smith issue that's floating around social media, if you even care about it. And more importantly, are you in the remix and remaster phase of your life? Are you thinking about what it is that you're going to value in the next decade of your life, the next 10 years of your life? Have you thought about if your values have shifted and changed? If Have you actually sat down to say, I still want this in my life, but I don't really want that anymore. If you have it, it's time. Pick up Big Rocks, Small Stones, and Your Happiness Workbook today, and you'll get the one-hour live stream that I did talking about just that thing. 
figuring out what your big rocks are, figuring out your new priorities, your new values will allow you to have the remixed life that you are only staring at off in the distance because you think you're not a very good DJ or mix master and will help you start looking at life going, I can do this. I can change this because I want this. It's at the link in the bio, uh, in the show notes of the podcast, depending on where you're listening to. If you're catching me on social media, it's at the link in my bio. Please click on it and it will be right there. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's been Dr. Sashin. Have a fantastic Thursday. Please stay out of trouble and I will see you again tomorrow. Bye now.